Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to Background Noise. I'm so excited for this show because I'm going to say I think it's the biggest name I've had on the show so far, so I'm pretty excited for it. We are sitting down here with Brandy Vesna from Manitoba. How are you doing today? Tanche. Hi, thank you so much. And that beautiful intro, very much appreciated. Awesome. Well, I always like to get the show started. I like to uh, just let you tell our listeners about yourself, about your music, why you do it, and kind of your little shtick with that. Hey, my name is Brandy Vesna. I'm a singer-songwriter from Winnipeg, Manitoba. I am going down the outlaw lane because I'm classic country and rock to my core. That's who I am. That's what I was raised on, and it's what I resonate with. I'm a mindset mentor. I've been working in community for over a decade speaking. I'm just about 10 years sober, one day at a time. And I'm genuine Red River Métis from the country and a whole lot of badass. <laughs> I love that. I really do. That's awesome. And uh, I definitely get that outlaw country in some of your songs. So I think that's why I like your style of country too. I'll be honest. And anybody that knows me know I'm not usually the biggest fan of country. I'm definitely the rock, metal, um, and also super like psychedelic vibe. But I have lately discovered I love Outlaw Country. Like the Give 'em Hellboys, I've had them on an episode before. You, I like anything that's rock country. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Love it. I like that. Because you know what? Um, I like a lot of pop music. I do. I'm not going to lie. Like I was raised on Madonna, like genuinely in the 80s and whatnot. But, um, I love rock and roll. Like it just going to going to a show and seeing a band actually rock out live, and it's you know it doesn't have to be fluffy dancers behind and overproduced. Like it's just it's beautiful. I love it. We'll start with talking about your latest single, Gasoline, because one, it's your latest single. I always like to talk about that one first, but that one in particular, I'm pretty sure I heard that one when I was working at a country radio station have you gotten a chance to hear your own song play on the radio what is that like it's wild <laughs> to be honest like it's so humbling first of all that this art form this creation this some, something that you channeled and you brought into the world all of a sudden people like it like that's crazy to me that people are like you know sending me messages that i really resonate with this one i was in a relationship like that i got out of a relationship that now I'm married and I'm happy um you know like it's humbling and the first time I heard it was actually on NCI um here in Manitoba and yeah it's being played on Sirius XM it's being played all over the place so it blows my mind that people enjoy my music and it brings me such happiness to be honest I love that so much why don't you tell me a little bit about the song Gasoline itself writing it recording it making it all that fun stuff. Okay, so you guys are coming out of Alberta. So I have to give some Alberta love to Liz Christensen coming out of old Alberta. And um, Sarah Elliott, Buddy Elliott, who is a visitor. She's a settler on your land because she's from BC. But I came into the co-write with my two favorite co-writers. We met in AE West um, through Canada's Music Incubator. And I just... I got a hold of those girls and I said, look, I'm looking to start co-writing. Would you be interested? And we have like forged this powerful relationship together. 
And I saved certain ideas to bring into writing with them. But coming into this one, I wanted to write about on-again, off-again relationships. And it was a relationship that I was coming out of. And um, I just needed to put an end to it. So we wrote it. And in the end, like, we were, like, at the end, we are like, holy, this is... This is a good one. Plus, I'm still a school teacher, Kayla. I'm a part-time teacher. I actually work in a, like, a, a teacher. And this one's quite sensual. It's sultry. Like, there's some real, there's some real, if you read the lyrics, like, they're kind of intense. So, to be honest, like, recording it. I was sweating. Like, my producer was like, more sexy brandy from the booth. And I was like, Because <laughs> it's, it's like, ultimate vulnerability, right? Like, I'm talking about getting out of a relationship where there's that, we'll say, trauma bond. And there's that sexual nature to it. And, yeah, so this one is very different from the rest of my music because I am stepping into who I am more. It's more authenticity, and I want to say what I want to say, and nobody's going to stop me because this is this is art. This is my spirit. This is my creation, and this is part of my story. So, yeah, no more on again, off again relationships. They've destroyed my peace of mind for well over a decade, and I'm done with it. Awesome, and you, no, you get you get that like sultry. Like I I do really like that song because it just it's empowering in a way and you do you have another one that i also find super empowering and a little bit funny we'll talk about that one later on but first let's spin gasoline and then we come back we'll talk a little bit more about the music Next, it happened so naturally. You call on the phone, you say, Are you alone? I can be by in 15. Small talk can't disguise the look in your eyes, cause you know, baby. Your skin on my skin, here we go again. Doing what we should have been. Just 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise. We're sitting down with Brandy Vezina here, having a great time. She just told us about her 2022 single, Gasoline, and that song is just empowering and sexy, and it's it's a lot of fun. I do enjoy it. Another single that you released this year was Do It Right. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that one? So I came into this co-write with Liz and Sarah and I said, girls, I don't want to write anything about relationships. I want to write about having a good time. You have to realize that there was a time when I was a real, real wild thing. And I was good at it. I was so good at it. And I was the bait. And I... I hustled a lot of different people. Like I was pretty, I was, I was good at being, I was real good at being bad. Say, um, but now I'm sober. But there's still that piece and part. I didn't go too in depth about drinking, but it alludes to it, right? Like if we're going to be bad tonight, like I think that you know, lets the person go where they need to go with it. So yeah, uh, I came into the co-write with the idea. Let's not talk about relationships. Let's talk about females going and having a good time. I love my tassels. I love braids in my hair. Stone's my favorite band. And I just picture, like, in a convertible, taking off on a road trip and just partying down is the way I see it personally. And that's what we channeled in that co right? And I, I like the song. I love playing it live. Actually, all festival season, we close my sets with it. We close the our set and... Um, then we do this like stinger at the end where my band would, it would sound like we'd stop and then like, thank you so much for coming out. And yeah, that was like our finale song, which is pretty, you know, that's pretty awesome to have your own song to end the set, you know, like not doing a cover or anything. So yeah, I really like to write. It's fun. That's awesome. Now you, you just mentioned your festival season and all your concerts that you did this year. Did you have a favorite one you've done so far this year? Well, they're all different, right? Like, it really does depend. Like, I really like the energy. There was these young girls. They were hilarious. I liked them. They loved my outfits. Woo! They loved them. Because um, I like to do a outfit change. But when I took off, like, my jean jacket, that was all beautiful rhinestones. And I had, like, fringes underneath. They're like, yeah! Those girls in the front row, I have pictures of them. Their vibe was awesome. And then there was this kind of, there's a bratty guy in the front who said boo and I threw it back at him. And then all of a sudden he was like really dancing hard. And I was like, nice try, dude. Nice try. So yeah, I'd say probably Summer in the City in Steinbach. That was a vibe. I enjoyed that show a lot. But I love them all. But that one, I, I liked the audience. They were fun. Awesome. I like that. Well, let's play Do It Right. And then when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about your full album, Hashtag Don't Settle.
to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more and we're back thank you so much for listening to background noise we're sitting down here with brandy vezina that was do it right one of her 2022 singles but i want to talk a little bit about your album that you released the hashtag don't settle because that one is nominated for album of the year with the manitoba country music awards right Oh my gosh, woo! It's wild, it blows my mind. Yeah, it is. And I love my producer and pieces and parts of every single one of those songs are perfect for my debut album because that's my debut album. So yeah, hashtag don't settle. The title is perfect. Don't settle. Don't settle for a relationship that's killing your spirit. Don't settle for a job that's good on paper but sucks. Like, it just sums up exactly how I was feeling. And each one of the songs are a little story, right? Like, there's pieces and parts from Charming Narcissist, which was about years of my life in the wrong workplace. Like, ooh, there's a tale to be told there. Um, To to, to my final song on it, Walk Away, which was, like, the first song that I put out in 2019 that... I still get chills when I play um, Walk Away Live because I mean it when I sing it, you know? So in between those songs, like, there's pieces and parts of my soul and my spirit and my story that I really hope people can resonate and do feel that I'm being honest when I sing them. No, I I like that. Especially, and I'm glad you mentioned Walk Away because I'll, I'll touch back on it in a little bit because, yeah, that was that was your first single. And I always like to, to ask people about their first song on Spotify. But before that, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit more about recording that album? Where was it recorded? Who was your producer on that one? Murray, Murray Pulver. So, okay, in 2018 is when I got real serious about music. Prior to that, I sang for years. My family's musical. Like, everybody in my family has a CD. They've played. My mom married a musician. I got my chops as a teenager in seniors' homes. I sang for the Métis, um, Manitoba Métis Federation, annual general assemblies, like that really got my chops. Like I sang for years, but I took my time. So when I approached my producer, it's so dorky, okay? Um, I went to the Manitoba Country Music Awards in 2018 and I said to myself, I'm going to be on the stage. It's just a matter of time. Watch and see, okay? So I went kind of like headhunting to see Murray, but Murray wasn't there. So then I sent him a message over Facebook, and I was like, like, so dorky. I was like, hello, Mary. My name is Brandy Vesna, and I have done research, and I want to work with you. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I showed up with Lockaway and John Dillinger type. 
no, I showed up with Walk Away and Danger. And he was like, hey, cool. But then we recorded, I had really, really bad laryngitis. Like, I was on a stress wave from work. Like, my physical body, like, was, like, done. I'm not working in this environment. I'm, like, my body just shut it down. I had to see a laryngologist. and ended up seeing a speech pathologist. Like, that's, like, vocal trauma. But we recorded John Dillinger type and Walk Away first. And then um, I had written and recorded Blake um, on a ring, literally this ring I'm wearing. I literally bought it my fifth sober summer in Kenora. And I had done that with um, Randy Hebert, who has played guitar for the Bellamy Brothers for like 30 years. Um, but Murray is my number one. I love Murray. I come in with the ideas and we create magic together. And he'll tell me straight, like he's, if he's like, he doesn't really like something or he doesn't like, we've listened to pitch songs and we've decided that's not, that's not the direction we're going. We want to stay authentic. And that's why I've really delved into um, co-writing. But Murray um, Pulver has won numerous uh, Canadian Country Music Awards, Manitoba Country Music Awards. He played with Doc Walker for years and he's he's produced like everybody in Manitoba and all over Canada and the States and whatnot. But I definitely would not be doing what I'm doing without Murray. I completely trust him and I consider him a dear friend. Sweet. Let's play a couple songs off the hashtag Don't Settle album. And then when we come back, we'll keep chatting about the music. on yellow head Alberta didn't go quite as she planned She's going at this all alone Little bump starting to show Needs to take some time to understand Three more stops to Brandon Baby's crying in the back Too soon for morning sickness How's she gonna tell her dad When she gets home Uh-oh. It brought her whole family together 
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more.
Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. We're sitting down with Brandy Vezina here. It's been so much fun, and we're listening to some songs off her debut album, Hashtag Don't Settle. Now, one song I want to talk about in particular, uh, the John Dillinger type. I also really enjoyed that song off that Hashtag Don't Settle album. Can you tell me a little bit about that one? Yeah, definitely. Hey, one time when my mom was singing at a, a contest when I was three years old in our near our community, in a community near our community, okay, in a talent show, my mom's singing, I grabbed the mic from her from the actual house of our Métis community, and I say, so like a whole adult audience, bad, bad boys make me feel so good. I, I, from patterns in childhood and just like what I seen and I saw and I look, I can identify that now. I always gravitated to the bad boys. And I'm kind of like, I always thought of myself as like a good bad girl or bad good girl. And I have like a super, super beautiful heart. So they would always gravitate to me too, right? And it was never good. Never good. It never worked out. But it was like the biggest, baddest guy. <laughs> you. Instead of the safe, healthy, nine-to-five, good guy, I'd be like, oh, you, the troubled, damaged one, I'm in. But it always had to be either the weakest or the, or the baddest and the most powerful of them all. And John Dillinger type was that. Um, I was just sitting, jotting notes, watching a documentary on John Dillinger type, and I did my research and then I wrote the song, but... Um, the FBI was created in pursuit of him, like, in the 30s, right? So that's pretty bad. That's pretty badass. So, yeah, no. Um, and I always like gangsters. I always want to be a gangster myself. So, like, um, that's why I wrote that one. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Let's spin that one right away. <laughs>
listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise. We're sitting down with Brandy Vesna. Now, you've mentioned quite a few times the collaboration that you've done and the co-writing that you've done. Uh, why don't you expand a little bit more on that? Okay, well, I mean, it's 100% growing in my artistry and getting comfortable, completely being uncomfortable and vulnerable with other people. Um, so I did write, rewrite, I wrote Charming Narcissist myself, but then I was in, I told you, AES through Canada's Music Incubator. And I was teamed up with Terrence Lamb, a producer who's worked with Drake and Mariana, okay? And he listened to it. He's like, this is a great song, but you're just smack talking this guy. Where's the charming part? And I was like, well, do you want to rewrite part of it with me? He's like, yeah, yeah, I do. So we rewrote the pre-chorus together. And that's pretty cool. Like, that's like a big name. And just like, I don't know, I guess I'm pretty confident and I'm not shy to ask. And if a person doesn't want to, they don't have to, right? So I worked with him. Um... I, Liz and Sarah, I love Liz, I love Sarah, they're both living in Alberta, check them out, go to their shows, they play all over Calgary, um, they are my number ones, they're my go-tos, like, we, we've cried, when we wrote Alberta Rose, we cried, and as my Uncle Norman was getting sick, um, with pancreatic cancer, um, we cried in a co-write there too, I'm getting choked up, we've laughed, <laughs> We've, like, blown our own minds, and we're like, holy heck! Like, with Gasoline, I shared Ellen, who I wrote it about spirit name. It's Ishkodeman, and that means fireman. And it, the song is about fire, right? And at the end of it, we're like, oh, wow! Like, we blew our own minds. <laughs> and then I've started, I got this awesome grant through the Manitoba uh, Arts Council where I applied to go write with my band, because I've always written just one on I've written with the girls. I wrote one-on-one with um, Terrence. But my band and I, I wanted to write two songs um, and a Christmas song. So I have a Christmas song that potentially could be coming in 2023 as well. And it's romantic. And there's nothing romantic in my catalog. So we have to, like, stretch ourselves to create this romantic Christmas song. (laughs) But... We'll see. So we got that grant. So I wrote with my band, and then my steel player Rory. We we write well together. So I just wrote with a, another local fella uh, from Manitoba, Jaron Friesen, and I like the song that's that's come into life. It'll be out in two thousand twenty-three. I like it so much. Yeah. So I also mentioned that I'll be writing Scott Nolan. Like I hate name dropping. Sounds so annoying, but um, Scott Nolan is amazing. Um, he is like a Canadian folk extraordinaire. And then I'm writing with another fella from the States who's written top tens for Luke Combs and Luke Bryan. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And honestly, never be ashamed of name dropping. I mean, personally for me, it's one of my favorite things that happen on the show or just in general because it's it's our awesome music community that we have and it's so tight and it's so awesome and I love when I'm talking to other artists and they just they hype up the other people that they work with so much and it just 
when you do name drop, it just makes the community even smaller because then lots of times too, I'll listen and I'll hear an artist and then I'll go contact them afterwards too. And I'll be like, hey, just so you know, I, you know, was talking to Brandy and she mentioned uh, you and the show. I listen to your music. Can we do an interview? And then it just keeps going and growing from there. And then everybody just gets better from that. And that's that's one of my favorite things about the music community in general. Okay, good. You don't think it's annoying? No, not one <laughs> bit. And honestly, that's that's a big part of this show as well and the questions that I try to get at. No, I love hearing about all the hands that have helped make this. It's awesome. Will you actually tell me a little bit more about your band itself? Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so I never want to be an artist that makes music in the studio, does overdubs of vocals, and goes on stage and sounds like this. Um, that's not what I want. I love connecting to the audience. How do you build a fan base? You build it one person at a time. How do you build a fan base? You get your ass out and you play. And you play like, I just sound like Kim Kardashian. Nobody like, gets mad. <laughs> your chops i mean i've been on stage for years but now i'm the band i'm the band leader so i mean like i'm reading brenye brown's like dare to lead because i mean you can't be i know i've been like a little bit like emotionally immature and just like you gotta it's growing pains right like rory and vaughn have been with me since the beginning vaughn is my bass player he's like obi-wan kenobi and Rory, I talked his ear off in a car. We were doing these gigs, traveling all over Manitoba. It was just him and I playing guitar. And I honestly, I do not like playing guitar like like that. But I did. And I had the humility to, to not be very good. But he just heads up hockeyed and covered me. We traveled throughout Manitoba. And I talked his ear off. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And this is my intention. And I've done everything I said we were going to do. And then some. And then I'm going to continue to do what I, I tell them. Okay, boys, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm applying for. This is what I'm planning on taking us. I'm getting these shirts made. I need you to learn this. Like, and they're they're good. Now, have there been people in my band that were the right, were the wrong fit? Hell yeah. But this is show business, and the show must go on. And thankfully, I feel right now like all every player in my band. Number one, I respect them. I like them. They're wickedly talented and they're good people. Um, my guitar player, Brad, is a Red River Métis, same as myself, grew up in community, knows me Chiv, and he plays the fiddle. And if you're Métis, anywhere you go, you gotta bring the fiddle. Um, and we get each other, like we're both of the same culture, right? And then we have a brand new drummer, Jonathan, who just welcomed to the band, who moved back from, um, it's so funny. Okay, he just moved back from Hamilton, and we were out a drummer because our drummer had quit. That's fine. It turned out even better. And this is the first time in my life I I met Jonathan the day of the Jazz Fest show. Jazz, International Jazz Fest is a huge gig here in Manitoba. That's like credibility galore, right? And all I knew was he was in a Christian band, and he was good. That's it. Never met him. <laughs> But yeah, I respect my band. I treat them well. I pay them to rehearse. And I'm not cheap. I pay them well. Um, so they like playing with me, I guess. And yeah, I like to think of them as like 
You're as good as the people who surround you, and this would be a real bore to do it by myself, right? And if I had to go on stage, hire or hire session players, hire people once in a while to play every six months, that would be terrible in my for me. I like my harmonies. I like to know, okay, guys, this part of the song, I'm going to, um, I'm going to show you guys off. You're going to solo. I'm going to take pictures of the audience. Like I like to just know what we're doing, be rehearsed, be friends, eat food together, laugh. Like I like to have that connection. It's very important for me. Awesome. Now, one thing you mentioned is that guitar solo. Now, there was one song I wrote down here, almost, from that debut album. I loved the guitar sound in particular in that. And there is a little, like a little mini solo in there. I love that. Will you tell me more about that song? And then, is it your guitar players who write the guitar parts for the song? Or do you still kind of write the melodies for those? I had, okay, so... I wrote everything on hashtag don't settle aside from Alberta Rose. That whole, that album, there's no co-writes on it aside from, well, just kidding. Charming Narcissist is the, the pre-course is a co-write too, okay? But all, it's all Murray. Murray is a guitar god. Murray is amazing. Like, I will bring him what I'm doing and um, I let him, I tell him gussy it up, Mur. And then I'll often say, like, no banjo, I hate the banjo. But then I'll have a, I was actually in almost, I dreamt, because I, I, I'm extremely spiritual, I'm sober, right? A lot of what comes to me is through my dreams, whether it's lyrics, whether it's part of the song production, like, I trust my dreams massively. And I dreamt of the banjo. I was like, Murray, add a banjo to almost. <laughs> but my um my band only played on waiting on a ring right now as it is is i love my session guys like i have trap but travis switzer plays with dallas smith chad melser who used to play with Ward bamford um they are doing all of my recent tracks and my new my tracks that are coming um in 2023 so i bring murray my songs, um, the melodies, and then we build out from there. And then we'll get, like, Mike Little. I think he's from Alberta. He's an amazing, like, he plays organ. Joey Landreth, who's, like, extraordinary. He played keys on gasoline. Like, I have, like, world-class musicians on my songs, and you can hear it. Like, you can hear that it's excellent. But all the guitar sol- solos, that's Murray. And I tell Mark, give me another guitar on there. Give me two more guitars on there. And he does it. <laughs> That's actually awesome. Let's sing that song. And then when we come back, I think I have to start wrapping up the show, which is always sad and my least favorite part of the show. But it happens every time. <laughs>
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for listening. Now, unfortunately, gotta wrap up the show a little bit. It's been so much fun, though, Brandy. Now, before we go, is there anything you would like to add to the listeners? I would just like to say thank you. Thank you so much for loving music. Thank you so much for caring and sharing. Because as an indie artist, it's not easy. It is not easy. But, I mean, it's an incredible journey, especially in connection to your fans. So if any of you decide that you like me, thank you. Amazing. And I appreciate you with my full heart because um, music is a gift and it's meant to be shared. So, yeah. Say thank you, and also, if you're looking for any really good resources, learning about residential schools, give my dear, one of my favorite elders, uh, Theodore Ted Fontaine, give his book a read, uh, Broken Circle, because if you're looking to learn about Indigenous cultures, or you want to know anything about the Red River Métis, not people, um, just do a little research and learn about us, because, um, yeah, it's, it's important as settlers and people living in different areas to learn about the land that you're on and acknowledge the land acknowledgements and the people and the territories that you live. So, Marcy, will you actually um, take a moment and tell us a little bit more about uh, the Red River Métis and your people and your culture and help our listeners as well? Yeah, I am honored to be able to speak on behalf of my nation. Um my grandparents here in Manitoba, a Métis married a Métis married a Métis married a Métis for like a couple hundred years. So like I have like, have that real Red River Métis blood and the Red River Métis are, you know, descendants of non-Indigenous men and Indigenous women. Um, unfortunately, the world was carved up by Europe, all different places in the world and People came here for fur-bearing animals and for riches and opportunities because people, the trauma that had happened in Europe for 10,000 years, like by the time they got here, they were like a machine rolling up, knowing how to do what they did. But we all carry that. We all carry that trauma in our blood and our bones, no matter where you're from in the West. But my culture um, came here on this land. And, you know, we are people who are connected to the earth who my grandfather still used to, well, now he doesn't, but we would get cords of wood, and when he was miserable and he wasn't happy, he would go to the bush and it would bring calm into the home. And Red River Métis, we are in Manitoba, we are in your territory in Alberta, and also in Saskatchewan, which was once known as Northwest Territories. Unfortunately, my people were um, the last group of people in this entire country to actually have war against them. Um, and that's where the little green devils, the Patricia, a part of the infantry here in Manitoba, were on my people in Batash area. But for many years, um, people were ashamed to be Métis. It was, like, very dangerous. People were, settlements were burnt, women were raped, people were killed. It was very traumatic history for many, many years and lots of, lots of fear. And now I'm so thankful that the children, uh, children are able to be proud of who they are, even if they're white passing or they're darker or whatever, but we're mixed blood. So that doesn't mean that if a non-Indigenous person married a Native person or a Métis, that's not Métis. You have to be part of the 
part of the ancestry. My people took script, and they were middlemen in the fur trade, and we have our own culture and our own language, Michif. And, yeah, it's a beautiful history, but we're still here. Manitoba, we're powerful. We are powerful, and I'm in the heart of Turtle Island. So our people are really gaining a lot of power. And I'm also... um Southeast representative for the Infinity Women Secretariat. So I am the women, I'm the director for the Southeast. So I'm like deeply involved in my culture and my community. And yeah, it's a little bit about us. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really do. I appreciate it so, so much. Before we go, I would like to play one more song and ask about it. I think this one was my favorite uh, because it featured Bookie the Beat and it's the 2021 single. Danger. Yeah, Danger came to me in a dream. He came to me in a dream. I woke up in the middle of the night and Danger, my girl, it'll destroy your world. Uh, that's where it came from. And I went to this thing in 2018. I was the only person who didn't have my own original music. I felt like a big loser. It was a great spirit, John Trudeau. Can you please gift me with the words? And I went back to my hotel room and I wrote my first song by myself. And this one, um, I do hope that women particularly we all learn you all learn to listen to your intuition and you tune back into yourselves because what trauma does is disconnects us from ourselves but our bodies know damn well what is safe for us and what isn't safe and that is my hope for all women young women old women all women um that they can learn to listen to themselves and keep themselves out of potential harm by tuning into what's best for them amazing thank you so much now, we'll spin that, and listeners, don't forget to follow Brandy on Instagram and everything like that. It's at Brandy Vezina Music. I will, of course, tag that in all my posts. And again, thank you so, so much for sharing your stories and your songs. It was so good to meet you and so good to talk to you. You too, my girl. Mercy. Mercy.